lights. It's seven Friday night. Welcome to the seven Friday night Thursday pick'em show for week seven. Yeah, week seven. This season is going by faster than Pittsburgh receiver Zach Card alone in the open field. I'm Sports Stars Magazine Managing Editor Chase Bryson. I'm joined by my co-host Ben Enos, and we'll be visiting with Coach Terry Edson shortly as well. Ben, you and I finished four and one last week, but we're bound to get some saltiness from Coach Edson, who continues to be foiled by any and all Spartan-related picks. You've promised him a Spartan-free week this week, so you should be a happy camper. I did not mention this Tuesday, so I will mention it now. I love the Zach Card reference because as I previewed in picks last week, it was indeed a night for track stars out at Pittsburgh. And Javion Thomas looked every bit the part of a sprint star for McClemens, but Zach Card caught him from behind on a play. He's fast. Zach Card. Wheels. <laughs> wheels. Um, yes, wheels. So... Yeah, 4-1 and one last week. Uh, going with Bears last week disappointed me in a number of ways. But if I apply the Terry Edson principle, my only loss last week came by a point. So I was basically perfect. <laughs> Meanwhile, another group of Bears failed to show up on the Palouse on Saturday. So that was a bummer, too. I will tell you going into this week's pick show that I'm going to try not to give you free wins this week like I did last week. That was poor planning on my part. The room for personal improvement there. <laughs> well, let's get things rolling by bringing in Coach Edson, seeing what sort of bitterness levels we can reach this week. At least, as you said, he's going to be happy that we're sparing him from any picks with Spartan ties. So here we go. Well, we welcome Coach Terry Edson back to the show, and we will note that your momentum of the past few weeks hit a quick snag last week with a one <laughs> and two showing. Uh, again, a Spartan caused you a bit of heartache as Jesuit couldn't quite get it done against Clayton Valley on Saturday. This week, though, offers a new slate and new opportunities for you to get your mojo back. And this time we followed through on the promise to avoid all De La Salle ties in your picks. So nothing but green grass in front of you. <laughs> yeah, great. Green grass. Uh-huh. Yeah. More like dying brown grass at the cold winter's months. Okay, but we can get poetic later. Let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, your 100% Spartan free slate this week begins in Oakland, where McClymans, who Ben said looked quite good in his loss to Pittsburgh last week, hosts the Saramon Valley team that's 5-0. and This will clearly be the Wolves' biggest test of the season. Can they hang with the OAL juggernaut? <laughs> Love it. Well, here's what I, the way I see it, and uh, I haven't seen McClymans, but Pittsburgh ran – all over McClyman. So I, I I think once again, it looks like it looks to me uh, knowing how uh, Pittsburgh didn't really have a great running game against Folsom and they had a, they had a great running game against uh, McClyman. So I, I, I'm just looking at the physicality. I think Sarah Ramon's playing really well this year. Once again, they're not, they don't normally kind of see the athletes that they're going to see against McClyman's, but I think, that's going to be counteracted by the physicality of uh, the San Ramon Valley team. So uh, I I do think that San Ramon Valley is going to be able to control the football and control the clock. And uh, that uh, Baker kids, a good quarterback, can throw the ball and keep the chains moving. And uh, I think I see San Ramon uh, winning this game on the road here. 
Could be right. a track meet for sure. Could be a track meet. I, I know it could be a track meet, but I I see Saramone kind of controlling the clock a little bit. And I think that's a big thing to be able to do. I just think that their line's gonna control the, the play the pace of play here. I think that gives them a bit advantage. All right. Well because let's... the McClyman's other thing too, just side note, you know, McClyman's got a lot of two-way players. And the more you keep them out on the field, the more tired they get, and that becomes an issue. Very true. They yep. started to make uncharacteristic mistakes late in the game against Pittsburgh, and that's exactly what happened. Right. Well, we'll head next to the Delta League and a border war battle between Sheldon of Sacramento and Elk Grove. These two are both at or near the top of the league standings after 2-1 and one Sheldon beat Kasumnas Oaks 14-10 and 2-0 and oh Elk Grove beat Davis 57 to nothing. You always ask for the injury report, so I'm going to give you a heads up. Sheldon's star running back, Devin Green, has not played in the Huskies' last two wins. Chris Nixon, the coach, his son Scott, has moved into the backfield and run for a combined 364 yards and five touchdowns in those two games. It's a rivalry game. It's at Sheldon. Who you got? Oh, okay, you gave me that he hasn't played the last two weeks. Is he coming back for this game? I'm not dialed in that well. I've not seen evidence that he will be back. That's kind of important information. <laughs> I don't know Just trying to be stuff. helpful. I already took Elk Grove. I'm going with Sheldon at home this week. Okay. And they put on 79 points. Anybody can score 79 points can win any high school football. I know this could this this is gonna be a a good game. There's no doubt about it. But um I like Sheldon. I like I like anytime there's a rivalry game and you get to play at home and you know it's um I always say home cooking's worth at least one touchdown. So I'm giving Sheldon the edge. This last one may be your toughest one. We go to the Peninsula Athletic League Bay Division for a Saturday afternoon. You, you know you like your Saturday afternoons. Saturday afternoon title. Yeah. Or, uh, My whole ingenious point last week didn't work at all. So let's, <laughs> Saturday on, afternoon tilt between Sacred Heart Prep of Atherton and visiting Half Moon Bay. Half Moon Bay is now 5-0 and after taking down Menlo Atherton 22-21 on Friday night. That was clearly the Bears' best win of the season to date. While the 4-1 and Gators can claim wins over Los Gatos and Reardon, both teams like to run the ball and play stout defense. So who do you like? Uh, can I take the under? How do you <laughs> pick these games? I mean, Primony. <laughs> well, what what was the deal with uh, – I know I heard that uh, – which McCall, what was the receiver at Minnell Atherton? What's his last name? Jordan Dickey. Dicky, yeah, he didn't play in the game, or did he not? Did he play and get hurt? Or that's a fact that factors in for sure. That would yeah. change the line, as that they would say. change it for sure. <laughs> that changes a lot of points, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I also took Menlo Atherton, so I'll be very bitter if that was the case. <laughs> oh, you did well. You know what? This is very simple to me. Why would I go against an undefeated team? That's crazy. And they're at home too, right? No. Oh, Half Moon Bay's on the road. Yeah, Half Moon Bay's on the road. The Mercury say. News says that Jurion Dickey was sidelined because of an unspecified injury. Oh, yeah, the old unspecified injury, whatever. <laughs> okay. I will take partial blame for your indecision because we're making you choose earlier than normal. You usually get another half day to do your research. You know what? I changed uh, the schedule on you this week. I know, but I, I, 
That was a decent uh, win against Los Gatos. I was yes, say, Los Gatos uh, was ranked. It was a ten to seven win. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. That was. Uh, and that was another afternoon game at Sacred Heart. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm, uh, uh, Four thirty game, but. On the and they and they just lost to Corona Del Mar, which is not bad, twenty eight to fourteen, right? So right, that's their only uh, loss. I know. I got to take. That's a good. I mean, as if we like to say, that's a good loss. You know. Uh, sure. Wait a second here. Late injury news coming in. What is early? No, <laughs> I'm looking at everything just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna. I want to go at least two and one. I'm taking Sacred Heart Prep at home. I'm taking the Gators. I'm taking them at home. All right. I'll tell you why against too. I'll tell you why. Um, you know me, a defensive guy. They've only given up 47 points this year. Defense <laughs> wins games. So it's gonna. Like I said, I'm taking. I'm actually taking the. Uh, what's the. Uh, What's the over-under on this, Ben? I'm taking the under also as a side note. <laughs> what, what's the under on this game? That's a good question. Let's see. Maybe 21-17 or 39? I think, yeah, I think 40-39. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, this is going to be a battle here. But okay. I'm, I'm saying Sacred Heart, uh, Sacred Heart uh, prep defense gets them through this game. Well, anytime you have a good defense, it keeps you in games. So All right. If, uh, if Half Moon Bay goes for 40, that just goes to show I need to be kicked off this part of the uh, <laughs> segment. There's no doubt about it. Although, speaking of bad defense, you know, um, today was a, a monumental day, I think, in the NFL. First of all, we almost saw a guy kick two 60-yarders in one game. Never before in NFL history. Did you watch the early morning game this morning in London? No, I saw the highlights when I woke Lots. up. I mean, that was incredible. Almost uh, tied. Uh, I love uh, a, a good double doink. That had the length. It oh, was, that easy. Was going in. That was easy. But <laughs> the second one is uh, moving into the top 10 in NFL history was your own Detroit Lions for giving up 40, uh, for scoring 45 points and losing. <laughs> that's the ninth, that's the ninth highest score with a loss in NFL history. That's a long history. Okay. <laughs> They gave up, they scored 45 and lost. How do you do that? But they did it. Jared Goff would have been a good fantasy play oh today in, God, a, in no defeat. Kidding. Oh, my God. You know, ever, did you ever think you're ever going to say those words again? Jared <laughs> Goff is a good fantasy play? <laughs> but that Lions offense at home, I'm giving everyone out there that's 18 and over if they're going to vote yes on Proposition uh, 27. <laughs> Take the lines at home. Take the over. It's guaranteed you pay for your college out there. All you <laughs> high school kids that are 18, there's your way of getting first year's tuition because they are going to score a million and give up a million. So at home because it's indoors. Okay, that's my one statement for the week. There you go. Yeah, well, so there you go. Are there's you, the pick. Uh, that's the pick. Lions at home, take the over. Okay, there you go. Okay, good. Are you planning to make the trek out Highway 4 on Friday night? Or yes, will you be I am. Down? I will be there. All right. Okay. Stockton, look out. Here, here you, I come. Look out. You asked in Tuesday's episode to, to pick this game so that you, that you can. Yeah, do you want to put the Rams on record? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Rams are going to win this game. No problem. Absolutely. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, Dallas House in big trouble. So <laughs> I'm taking the Rams all the way. Put me on the record there. All right, coach. Well, good luck this week. All right, boys. I'll see you later. <laughs> all see right, you. man.
And now we're going to take a quick time out for a quick message from Sports Stars Magazine's podcast partner, the California Army National Guard. At some point, your community will be challenged. It could be a flood, forest fire, hurricane, or civil unrest. When it happens, be the one to answer the call. Rescue the stranded. Protect the threatened. Save the injured. Join the National Guard and serve your community when it needs you most. Visit nationalguard.com to find out more. Okay, so now we have three Coach Edson picks that we can go the opposite of, right? It should be a sound strategy. Read this week's slate, and let's see if I just might put it to use. All right. Good league games with a few remaining non-league contests sprinkled in. Here's what we've got to pick from. Number three, Dallas Al of Concord at number five, St. Mary's of Stockton, a game you are planning on attending unless, uh, you know, Fleet Week derails you or something. <laughs> uh, number 16, San Ramon Valley of Danville at number seven, McClymans of Oakland. Number 20, Downey of Modesto heads to Turlock in a Central California League showdown. Uh, Border War, Elk Grove at Sheldon of Sacramento in a battle for the Southern uh, Quadrant of Sacramento. Uh, Half Moon Bay is heading to Sacred Heart Prep of Atherton on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Vacaville is heading to number 11, Vanden of Fairfield. And a bonus game, because I'm all about bonus games, Vintage of Napa goes to American Canyon in a solid I believe that's the Vine Valley League. Uh, so that's what we got. You are first this week. Uh, let us know who we should pick against. All right. I'm going to start in the Sac Joaquin section with the quarterback I named first half offensive player of the year during Tuesday's show, Connor Stoddard, and his merry band of Downey Knights. As good as they've been, though, I think this is their toughest test of the season to date. Turlock is three and three with wins over Clayton Valley and Rockland, but more notably, their three losses are to teams with a combined record of 15 and two. I think they can create some problems for Downey, and I'm actually going against my guy. And uh, yeah, I'm going to take Turlock to get a home field advantage upset victory in this one. Perfect. Okay. So we have conflict right away. And I was going to put this uh, number two in my lineup, but we're just going to address this now. Um, no, I, I wrote down the exact points that you had 15 and two Turlock much better than three and three. Give me the, I told you this Tuesday that I skew quarterback. Give me the quarterback. Downey is six and oh, and all you can ever talk about when we talk about that area of the world is Connor Stoddard. So, you know, I'm going with the Knights and even though this one is on the road, I think it's a close win for Downey. If Downey wins, we will make every effort to get young man Stoddard on the program next week so that he can shame me for picking against him. Uh, You'll enjoy that immensely. Absolutely. So for my second pick, I'm staying in the sack working section and will once again be backing a team that is being overlooked a bit due to its strength of schedule. Just like Turlock, Elkrow was 3-3 with all three losses coming in strong opponents. The combined record of the Thundering Herd's three conquerors this season is 12-4. We both like Sheldon a lot, but as you mentioned to Coach Edson, they're a bit banged up. Not that Scott Nixon isn't doing a great job at running back, but if Devin Green's not on board, it makes it a little tougher for them. As we saw against Kasumnas Oaks, Kasumnas Oaks is a team that Elk Grove beat 49-14, while Sheldon skated by last week just winning 14-10. to So I'm going with the Thundering Herd. 
Why do I even show up for these things? <laughs> Next week, I'm going first. So you have to reread everything that I wrote. Are you saying that we picked all three games that don't have ranked teams? So we're all going to be... <laughs> we're all uh, gonna be no, I have a ranked team in one okay, of them. Okay, good. That's um, we probably picked the same three games each. This is going to be great. Yeah. No. You haven't given your lock yet, and I'm sure I've got the same lock. So this is going to be really this, scintillating uh, audio. No, I'm going to. This is my lock. I'm locking in Elk Grove. Okay. Uh, I, I really like Sheldon. I'm, I'm on record as saying that, but I'm concerned about the injury report for the Huskies. No, uh, as Coach Hudson pointed out, uh, I don't know if Devin Green's going to play this week. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, I do think Scott Nixon is a heck of a football player, but yeah, uh, like I told you coming out of that Oklahoma's game, they also had two other guys uh, who were big pieces get hurt in that game. And I haven't seen them accumulate any stats since then either. So yeah. Um, Elk Grove wins this week in the crosstown crosstowns uh, rivalry. Sounds good. So should we, uh, should I find out who your third pick is so that I, so I can call an audible real quick so we don't have the same three games? No, I'm going to go all the way. I'm going, I'm just going to play this role of second fiddle here. Who you got? Okay. <laughs> all right. For my final pick, I'm going to put a lock on McClymonds to Ooh. bounce back this week at home and be a little too much for Saramo Valley. No disrespect toward the Wolves, who I really liked when I saw them beat Liberty, but you can't practice for speed. And Mac has speed that they haven't seen yet this season. It's the same. Philosophy that I put towards the McClyman's Campolindo NorCal bowl pick last year. And I got that one right. I don't know. I just think McClyman's is going to be uh, still a little angry about their loss to uh, Pittsburgh, which they were certainly in a, in that game. And I think they take it out in the wolves a bit. Uh, so not that I necessarily feel super great about it um, because I think coach Edson did make some really good points earlier in the show. Uh, especially about two-way players, but I, I'm still going to go with Mac. I'm going to put a lock on him. I mean, if I were picking this game, I would go your way. There is, uh, there, there just weren't a lot of games to lock this week, but I would not have locked that, but that's me. <laughs> um, so I will wrap it up in the Monticello empire league. There we go. Vacaville heading to Fairfield to take on Vanden. Vacaville has played the tougher schedule for sure with two of their three losses coming to Sierra Foothill League teams. Vanden is 6-0, and and I would argue their best win is actually over Rancho Cotati. We'll use the North Bay League as a barometer here, actually. I think Rancho has an edge over Cardinal Newman this year, and Vacaville only beat Cardinal 14-7 to earlier this year. What gives me pause is the fact that Vacaville actually beat Vanden 35-17 last year and won the league, but I think I'm going to stick with Vanden here in what I think will be another close game. Vanden seems to be getting better each week. I mean, when I when I see the scores, uh, I've I've been impressed with uh, how they pulled away from from opponents recently. So yeah, that's a good that's, pick. It's a good game, but I'm I'm leaning leaning Vanden. All right. Well, since you had me go first on the uh, regular picks, would you like honors on the challenge round? Okay. Yes. Here we go. Okay. The challenge round. So last week I gave you. I gave you basically a free pass. You gave me a Sierra Foothill League game. I gave you games that ended up 70 to nothing and 50 to 14. So in an attempt to turn the heat up a little bit, I am foregoing all jokes this week. Straight business, homie. 
I also noticed that no Sierra Foothill League game showed up on the main board you provided, which means I expect I'm getting two of those here in the challenge round because you're you. So let's start in the central. Claws are out now. Yeah, damn right they are. Let's start in the Central Coast section and the Mount Hamilton League with a game that's happening tonight. That's right. Thursday Night Lights in Gilroy. Five and O Christopher welcomes five and O Lincoln of San Jose. The Cougars picked up a twenty to nothing win over crosstown rival Gilroy on Saturday, and the Cougars are led by a sophomore quarterback in Jackson Robinson. He does have a couple of senior playmakers and receiver Jatarius Lee and running back Eric Argumento. Lincoln enters off a forty to twelve win over previously unbeaten Branham, in which quarterback Taden Phillips threw for one hundred eighty nine yards and rushed for fifty five with two scores. I don't see any history between these two. And Christopher moved into the Mount Hamilton League this year after playing in the PCL previously. Good Thursday matchup. Who you got? I'm sorry. Did Where did you say this game was being played? Uh, in Gilroy. Okay. Christopher. I, yeah. I'm. Uh, we talked about this game last week when we were talking about undefeated teams and how this matchup might happen if, if Lincoln could get that win over Branham. And that was an impressive win for Lincoln. So uh, I would... I'm going to lean. I think both of these teams are really pretty even. And so I'm going to roll home team on this and I'm going to give the edge to Christopher. All right. So let's start you with a league opener in West Contra Costa County and indirectly involve more bears. Hardy Nickerson's Bishop O'Dowd team is coming off of a bye after defeating Castlemont to snap an own four slide to start the season. This week, they traveled to a Tennyson team that's 4-1 and one on the field, though 3-2 and two officially after having to forfeit a win over Salesian. A win that I still claim in the challenge round standings, I might add. You've allowed that, so it stands. The Lancers have some talent, and this should be a pretty even matchup. Will you be tempted by Bears yet again, or are you going to ride with Tennyson? Okay, there's a lot to unpack here, so let's take this point by point. First, I will selflessly purchase a map for the sports stars headquarters because nobody has ever ever said that Bishop O'Dowd or Tennyson are in West County, West what County, whatever West Alameda County, West Alameda County is the San Francisco Bay, my friend. So let's get that out of the way. Second, I forgot second. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. Yes. I remember second. The standard horse racing rules apply. You get to keep the money for your win in that game, but you get credited with a loss. That's how Medina Spirit <laughs> lost the Kentucky Derby. Okay. We'll bring that up with Coach Edson next week. He'll he will adjudicate. Point number three. Tennyson is still very good this year, despite the forfeit loss. You said this game is in Hayward? Yeah, it's in Hayward. Okay. This week they travel to Tennyson. That's correct. Give me the answers. All right. Who did I don't even like? Hold, please. Because <laughs> who's Bishop O'Dowd played this year? Yeah, they're one of four. Their losses are to Tracy. Good. Ocon is yep. good. Elstrudo good. Yeah. Saint Mary Stockton. Ridiculous, good. stupid schedule. There's no way anybody. Uh, man. So they have a the their common opponent is Castlemont. Uh, Castlemont. Uh, O'Dowd beat Castlemont twenty-seven six. Tennyson beat Castlemont uh, 22 to 16. 
they're coming off. A, okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I, now I know what I'm talking about a little bit. Tennyson is coming off a loss to, to Oakland tech in which they only scored six points. So uh, actually I'm going to go with the dragon slipping. Here. Yeah, I am dragon time. All right. Give me your uh, second challenge. Second pick. Let's uh, <laughs> let's this game is not being played in West County, but involves a West County school. We're going to my neck of the woods. Kennedy of Richmond, twice NCS champion in the 1980s, I might add, heads to the Berkeley-Albany border to take on St. Mary's of Berkeley in a matchup of 5-0 and teams. That's right. The four teams I'm challenging you with this week are a combined 20-0. and St. Mary's picked up a 48 to nothing win over San Lorenzo Saturday, and the Panthers have outscored their opponents 167-29. to the Mighty Eagles of Kennedy beat Millennium of Tracy 24-7 on Saturday, and they've outscored opponents 144-24 this year. Looks like a great race for a title in this league this year. Might have to make a trip to the TCAL Rock Division. And it starts with this one, Kennedy or St. Mary's? I'm going to go with St. Mary's. St. Mary's is on same principles applies as to your previous challenge pick. I think I'm riding with the home team on this one. And I, I would say St. Mary's probably has the slightly stronger schedule to date. So, yes, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Panthers. All right, all right. We'll finish this up in the Foothill Valley League between rivals Placer and Lincoln. It's the Hillmen visiting the Viking Zebras. We featured both of these teams more than once during the Pickham Show this season. Placer is a perfect six and zero, but as we've noted plenty this year, loves to play the close games. Lincoln is three and three, but the three losses are to teams that are combined 12 and six. The Zebras won last year's meeting at Placer 28 nothing. This year, the HAL 9000 thinks it's going to be a seven point win for the Hillman. So, what do you think? Is Lincoln the first team to knock off Placer this season? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Coach Montoya and the, the Hillman. I think this is a uh, special year for them. Um, and no amount of zebras can convince me otherwise. Bring me kicking and screaming. All right. Hillman greater than zebras this week. Well, there you have it. Now we get to do one more read for the week. And then you can then you have to wait like five days before you get to hear another read. So embrace this one. And that wraps up another edition of our Thursday Pick'em Show on game night. Make sure to be locked on the Sports Stars Magazine Twitter page for updates and results. Follow at Sports Stars Mag. Then Saturday morning, be sure to check out SportsStarsMag.com for our coverage of the games. We build seven Friday night using Anchor, but the show is available on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. If you listen to shows on one of those platforms, search for 7 Friday Night and please rate and subscribe. Our cover art features photography and designed by yours truly, and our theme music was produced and performed by Dustin Phillips. And that's it. Let's give some final thoughts before we head into week seven. This week, more than any other this year, feels a little shaky. I don't feel terribly good about any of my picks, but I'm counting on the fact that more than any other time this season, you are distracted. Your your attention is elsewhere, and so I will use this week as my week to make a big move, just like I did, I don't even know when, 
but this is going to be a week that people remember for me, for me. <laughs> it's going to be a good week. I actually quite like the, uh, the matchups on the board this week. So I have no, no real faith in the fact that I'm going to go five and zero this week. So we shall see. There's going to be some upsets. I'm predicting my, I'm predicting some upsets this week. All right. Everyone, enjoy the game this week if you make it out to one. And you'll hear us again next Tuesday. Will you, though? Will you. Adios. It's not about luck, it's skill. So they say. Good skill this week. Yeah, okay.